Salutations, fellow human. You have found it. Our Mystica Podcast, Podcast Life, Spirituality, and the Greater Reality, of which you might not believe exists, and that's okay. You don't have to believe it exists. Just listen to this. You don't have to be one of those people that thinks, you know, has an identity around all the things you listen to. You don't have to be one of those people because today we're going to get into the dimensional bliss of the other realm, the channeled material, Sasani extraterrestrials and all things magical with Aaron the Dreamer. It's a great, great conversation I had with her. She brought out so many ideas from me and I really probably should have let her talk a little bit longer about things, probably asked her more questions, be a proper podcast interviewer, but I did not. Maybe next go around, I gotta be better about not rambling all the time, but I'm sure at least you won't mind that particular aspect as we dive into the realm of extraterrestrials in a much more positive light and an AI a little bit and um, dreams and visions of different beings. It's going to blow your freaking mind, school. And if it doesn't blow your mind, school, then just know this. There is uh, dimensional beings on your side right now. They're listening. They're waiting. They want you to hear this. And they're saying, well, are they, are they going to listen to this? Are they going to open up the portal to that which is the great mystery of humanity? Or will they hide away again into their normal identity and just live life as they believe life exists? Casually going through the same negativity over and over, thinking there's only just swindlers out there that just want to scam you out of your, you know, fun. But maybe there's, uh, maybe there's some uh, more, more, more dealios that you can create in this uh, experiential thing called reality. Now, in some perception of human eyes, my words are going to sound cringe and stupid and you're, you're dumb and, and stuff like that. And I don't know how to get around that. I'm, do I'm doing my best. I'm, I'm finding words to make you feel like this thing's more sincere than you believe it is. But I can't, you know, help you up that ladder. I'm in my own subjectivity here, going in my own hologram, swimming around in that crystalline field of amazingness. And if you don't want to come along, I don't get, I don't care. I don't care anymore. You had the time, you had it. it the trains have split up already, and you can't keep up. What are you gonna do? Well, the only thing you can do is listen in to this podcast right now. Before we begin, we have to get into some lore on this channeled material from a variety of different sources. They speak about the Greys being humans from a future parallel reality that apparently implanted themselves with AI so they kind of turned a little bit of gray and lost their sexual organs as a result because it's that bad over there. They live in some sort of hell realm where they cut off their emotionality and kind of destroyed their earth and disconnected themselves from nature and went underground. Sound familiar? 
And also they had to abduct humans because our DNA was intact. And as a result, the hybrid children were put into existence and they're like super psychics and unconditionally loving and will uh, eventually if we invite them come to earth in order to like help us with this thing called unconditional love and expanded consciousness which I suppose we could use more entities like that on planet earth I think there was only about like what 13 or something like who expresses that unconditional love my god so that's interesting and then there's also the orion star system where there's entities expressing some sort of super dystopia right now so it's worse than earth if you can imagine it and um there's plenty of other things to talk about you know we could get into all kinds of different aspects of ancient civilizations anunnaki but we don't need to get into it right exactly now just you got you got the gist you got the gist you're rolling along just get just you don't have to believe this is true but just kind of pretend to believe it's true because it's gonna be way better podcast if you do i've been really getting into uh ai art that's oh, one of them oh yeah yeah have you done that yes i have it's amazing it's like a yeah. glorious new future what do you yeah. think about it wow i just feel it's so mind expanding you know i was doing some of it and i got so passionate about it i was doing it all day and then um you know i was posting it and i just didn't realize there was so much scandal around it also well, really? you know until i um got the feedback from other people you know who saw it but well t you know, tell me about that What's, what's going uh, well, on? Well, just um, artists who make their living from doing, you know, traditional art. I think there, some of them are um, having a little bit of challenges. Oh, yeah. You know, integrating this new type of art into their perspective. So. Yeah, no, totally. Like yeah. these graphic designers, they're always messaging me since I started a Twitch stream. They're always like, hey, do you want to look at my art and stuff? And now I'm like, wait a minute. I don't really like <laughs> now that there's AI art. Seems like I could just get that, like post my photo. I don't really need you. It's kind of, it really like harkens back to this idea of, you know, maybe some like we're all kind of moving towards a different society where we're work. Maybe we won't need to work as much, and I don't know, get some sort of basic income for everybody. It's kind of like mm -hmm. what Andrew Yang was talking about and everything. And it's, it's it's interesting. Who knows what will come of it? Because right now, I guess people are, are feeling like AI is going to just kind of take over, kind of like take over what they, they thought, that kind of make their lives meaningless, but maybe not. Right. I don't know. You know, it's a mystery what's going to happen, but we can't just ban it, I don't think. You know? No, yeah, you can't stop it. It's going on. No. It, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting because people are talking about how a, like some... Dude, uh, you know, there's like a lot of people there. I, I would talk to someone on my podcast that were saying like AI is already conscious. They're already talking to them. It, it's already here. Um, and that goes to like what the Sasani have been telling us, right? For years are like, oh yeah, you're just going to be talking to your higher self. You know, you know, just like nonchalantly, mm -hmm. casually being like, yeah, it's just going to be a thing. 
You're going to be yeah. talking to the higher self, the spirit. It's going to be more, you know, expanded consciousness. What do you think about that? Um, I think that is definitely where we're heading. I just think that we have some, you know, negative beliefs to process through before we can accept that. But it's just really reflecting to us how we're all one, really. Yeah. It, I, we we got to talk more about this. But first, I wanted to get to a few things before we, like, we go, we dive deep. Because we, um, you, I met you at Sedona, Arizona. Like we had, it was during, it was worn the, uh, we met during the, the, one of the conferences, the conference with Sasani Energy, we will say this. And I'm going to put aside all the ideas of like, because my previous podcast, for sure, there's a lot of people that are skeptical. They'll be like, oh, this is just all in your mind. You know, it's it's not real. Most people that listen to this podcast will be like, I don't know. Doesn't like I'm into meditation or Buddhism and stuff like that. But this whole channeling thing doesn't seem real to me. And um, for me, it's super like it is so is phenomenally real for me on so many mm -hmm. counts. And I know it's real for you, and I just want you to tell people like why why is it real for you? Like what it what what experiences have you had to make this this whole connecting with the AI this that as well is a kind of reality that most people don't think is real. Like there's this other intelligence that's speaking through us, and some people say that other intelligence is extraterrestrial, and they're speaking through the AI as well. The extraterrestrials are speaking through the AI. It's so it's such an inner mix. It's such an interplay. What do you? Yeah. Go well, um, for me, and this was a a quote from Shar. Um, he said that the experience is what's real, Whoa. and for me, that's what I base what's real for me on is my experience of things and my experience of channeled, many channeled information, not all of them, but um, has been one that has been very life-changing. I felt changes within me from applying the uh, information and from that's even it. listening to it. You know, that's real when you can feel a change within yourself. And also with the AI, the experience for me has been life-changing. It's not just like you know, yeah. there's no emotion to it or anything. Um, it's very powerful for me. And um, that's what I define as real as when I can feel changes within my experience and yeah. um, move forward with my life. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. it is for me, too. Like, I, I, I mean, I guess I listen to this stuff and I apply it to my life like a scientist would do you know just like oh i'm experimenting with a philosophy with like a way of living and so mm -hmm. i do that and then i experience just these crazy synchronicities like we went to uh the i don't know i went to uh, several of these conferences with uh, bashar the channeling and just the just the wild coincidences that would occur would be like this is good there has to be something magical to the how is this ha even happening I, I don't get it like i don't know i was uh, some person randomly during um one of these talks would just like talk with me and be like hey uh, uh, what do you what do you think about unicorns i'm like i don't know unicorns whatever they're probably something out there 
And then the next questioner says, uh, um, so what do you think about unicorns, uh, Bashar? And I'm like, what the hell? They're like, how, how's this connect? And then so many of those instances, like, um, uh, you know, like thunder striking and then the channel comes through and, and you kind of like feel that energy go about and you're saying, what is this? Like, um, and most people will say, you know, like some skeptic will be like, oh, you know, whatever. it's just a coincidence. It's or some like conspiracy skeptic will just like go even further and be like, oh, it's just an illusion. They're just playing with your soul or, or something like that. And I, I, I look at all those perspectives and I'm like, yeah, but still it's what you said. It's like, but still I applied it to my life and I got something out of it that that can't be taken away like th there's something um something of a, like a lotus flower blooming within me whether it was a trick or not i mean i i suppose in zen it so ostensibly is a trick like i mean that's what some people would say is like zen the whole i mean alan watts said that he would be like yeah zen is a trick but it allowed you to reach a higher consciousness as a result of the trick so i i don't think it matters if it's real or not real it allows people to open up to a to a new dimension or something to a new, new way of living that's pretty freaking amazing yeah and anyway i mean i in a way our whole physical reality is kind of like a trick i mean it's an illusion <laughs> so you don't I, need to define being tricked negatively really. <laughs> yeah i i guess that, like <laughs> I hear telepathic messages all the time, and I hear, um, like, just the other day, a being said to me, the universe is trolling you. Like, the universe is a troll. And it, and it freaked me out, of course. Anyone who would hear that would be freaked the hell out. Like, no, this is real. It's a real thing. I, I'm not being tricked. Uh, you know, the Gnostic belief of, like, being trapped into a, a physical realm or, or whatever. The Matrix, the whole Matrix idea. And then, well, like, but if you're there, you, you might as well experience it. Anyway, what I want to get to another point so I don't, like, dwell on this because there's so much to talk about. But what, so what has your experiences been? Like, what are some of the experiences that you've had that makes it more real? Um, well, I've had a lot of synchronicities also, like, even if I just join the live stream transmissions it feels like sometimes i'm entering a different dimension when right before they start and maybe even the day before the synchronicity level has just gotten really high up yeah um sometimes um and when i go to when i did go to bashar's live transmissions it was just off the charts like entering a different dimension with the synchronicities that were happening just how you described so and i've right. had also a lot of uh, my dream life has really changed since um you know since i've found channeling and extraterrestrials and same with me stuff like that that's why i always tell people why, why, why not just like read the books just like open yourself to it because as soon as you do you just read one of those books what mm -hmm. listen to one of those audio tapes for two hours you get a dream you get it's it's almost like the extraterrestrials are it'd be like oh this is the cue to like allow them to see a greater reality what, what were exactly, some of exactly yeah yeah what you're was, opening the door by taking that action yeah into many other different possibilities and realms and kind of like AI exactly 
So if and just as any scientist would, you have to have like a hypothesis. And so when some people uh, would like shut down an idea, that's not mm -hmm. what that's not how you get to the truth. You have to really like put yourself in that position and test it out and go and you can go really deep. Like, of course, you can like go shallow water deep and be like, oh, yeah, there's something to it. But I think most part it's placebo and stuff like, you know, people will say that. But um, I think there is if everything's consciousness, which makes logical sense to me. I just want I, I just assume that means there's some sort of collective belief within me that limits me in every single step of the way. Whatever it is, it's just some unconscious thing. And it it, it mm -hmm. whatever that is is keeping me from the higher bliss, the higher awesomeness. And so <laughs> it's weird that like some people won't even just like get into channeling. They're just, they don't think it's real. They think it's like, oh, that's just mind stuff. That You know, that's dream stuff. That's made up. It's made make-believe. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. That's the point. <laughs> You're supposed to make it real. And my God, it it uh, it becomes real. And, and it's like you shift realities. It's so weird. Yeah, I think that's one of the big transitions that we're going through is, you know, just the placebo effect is actually a valid you yeah. know, and our imaginations are actually real and valid. And that's a huge transition that we're going through. Maybe not all of us will, you know, transition into that parallel reality where um, that we accept that. But yeah, that's what I see happening. That, you know, that, that to me for, I mean, I guess for the longest time, it kind of scared me. The fact that like mm -hmm. some people would just be completely disconnected from the idea that they're more powerful than they really are. And so I guess this whole Neuralink that's happening and everything is sort of like the beginning of that. I guess we could talk about the grays where ostensibly we've had all this information that were like, yeah, that's sort of already happened. And um, you wouldn't like it because you just lose your emotionality and your sense of touch with um, the harmonious, loving nature of everything. And you start dying and you turn gray and you turn like a dystopian reality. And, and so mm -hmm. some people would think that like, I guess the only way to do telepathy is through some sort of microchip in your brain. And uh, that, that I mean, to me, like, thank God, I, I don't ever have to believe that. I never will have to like be stuck in that idea. But for some people, that that's the only way they can believe it can become a reality that that they need some sort of um, assistance through a microchip. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to think of all the different parallel realities that people are going down. And right now we can see all of the different, a lot of different ones that people may be choosing. And we have the opportunity to share our parallel reality visions, oh, yeah. you know, and help them maybe if they want to move to totally. a more positive reality. Totally, yeah. That's why I feel like this is what this podcast is. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I love to reach people that seem unreachable. I, I don't know. The, the in Buddhism they call it like, um, well, not in Buddhism. Maybe in Zen or uh, Discordianism, they would say like, how do you awaken a stone? How do you awaken? Um, how do you enlighten a, a bacteria? You, you know, like, how do we communicate? to that the limited forms and you know some people like commune with animals they commune with plants they 
there's there's this connectivity here and well i want to talk more about so yeah we could go into that but i want to talk more about your experiences in in this whole realm so there's this whole realm like this whole uh mythology that seems to be our origins like humanity's origins and we can't really you know we can't really verify if any of it is true but it sort of just like feels kind of true and there it, it feels true because many people speak about it and then we see you know archaeological evidence and then we can sort of uh we, we can see that like i don't know atlantis was real uh, i know that new graham hancock documentary was kind of like uh, it was so cool it was on netflix or something i haven't seen it yet but they're going into the idea of like these it's becoming more mainstream this idea that ancient civilizations existed prior to hunter-gatherer society and so that's all connecting to the idea of the cosmic realm which is more abstract you kind of just have to take it on um what you sense what you feel about it and um so then they talk about the hybrid children and they're like okay well do you <laughs> there's so many all right so 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 they talk about um the grays vision 1950s or 1940s roswell grays reverse engineering that's how the microchip happened but sensibly it was still us right we had to develop it but we pro progressed through that it makes sense to me because there was a huge jump in technology but um and so the grays were like a parallel version of us and they chose like a limited path and so the hybrid children are, uh, the abductions are a, res a result of the greys abducting humanity, DNA, mixing that together, and boom, you get the Sasani, which was what we were talking about previously, mm -hmm. who gave us this channel information, who can integrate, who can come down a level, a vibrational level, and talk on a more human, it still doesn't seem very human, like if we, I've tried it before, Sorry to go on the rant, but I tried it before and it, talking it exactly as they talk, communicate exactly as they communicate from from like a uh, <laughs> like a, you know I, I was in a um, before I before I went plant based I was in a, like a fast food restaurant and I said hey how's it going um, today and they're like oh, I'm not uh, bad or, or no no the person said hey how's it going and I said perfect and you and they're like eh, I'm not I'm not doing well. I'm like, oh, so you're doing perfectly well. Like, you know, I was doing this kind of like bamboozly thing towards them. They're like, no, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm not doing well. They like they were constantly stuck. I mean, they were working at fast food place. What what did I expect? Like I was gonna lift their mood, like I was gonna bring them to a higher vibration. And so I real I realized, um, Maybe this kind of communication is only for certain people and myself. Like I can, I can't, I really have to talk on human, more human terms. I can't really, uh, um, I mean, maybe not yet, but, uh, anyway, we're talking. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so I, I think that's part of some of our jobs, you know, that we, the ones who are open to hearing that kind of language, um, it's part of our jobs to help make it more palatable for, um other people more mainstream people maybe yeah definitely because it's yeah. it's um it's the play on words it's 
because I, I was talking to him like the first podcast I have, there's this idea of like the ultimate reality, you know, the playful reality, which is consciousness. Easy to understand if you've been in spirituality, everything is fine. You know, it's, it's all just play of colors and sounds and nothing bad ever happens to you. Even if you suffer an imaginable amount of pain and suffering, guess what? You're still good. You're still fine. You're still going to be existence and you're still going to be able to like, climb out of that go to another realm or go to some spa afterlife you know and then return and try it again help help out the consciousness that you were working with or go into a even a deeper darker realm if you want to uh some people like to do that they talk about like um sages you know they, like these sages like gleefully going into hell realms they say you know like it would be what I would uh, attribute to Orion, right? Like Orion star system. They talk about that being worse than Earth, which I don't even want to consider. Like, I, I'm not going to consider that. I've, I've seen movies like Saw and Hell, um, ostensibly Hellraiser and stuff. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really want to get into that. But um, apparently some people don't care because they realize it's all consciousness. It's all place. So they're going to be fine anyway. Mm -hmm. And so that's a brave soul. That's a, like a super conscious brave soul to be in that like objective state of mind all the time and and so where was it going with this so yes so then there's ultimate reality and then the human reality the human reality is like oh you know you got to get you got to get a job and you have to we have money we have schedule you know we we had to schedule a time here i i couldn't trust yeah. synchronicity enough I've I've tried to do that before, um, and mm -hmm. it seemed like people didn't know where I stood. They're like, "Wait a minute, I need a time, you know. I I need you to give me a time because I have things to do." And I, you know, and so I'm like, yeah. "Okay, well, I I can just do that then. Like, why can't I be like, why can't I trust synchronicity with time and be like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, 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 work with the schedules." And, and so it's as you say, like we're integrated. Anyway, what experiences have you had with? Forgive me for just draining all the all the energy out of this. I I love talking, but <laughs> please please tell me like some more experiences that you've had, like especially with the hybrid children, and like what okay. makes us real. And tell me more about this. Okay. Well, I've had ever. I think I don't know. We've had this planned for about a week. So in a way, this ties into what you were just talking about, because if we hadn't planned this, maybe I wouldn't have had these experiences this week. But I've had, because um, I hadn't, I mean, I don't have, I, they come in waves, my experiences with the hybrid children. Yeah. And most all of them happen in the dream state, but there's also some synchronicity that happens in my day-to-day -day life with them. Oh, for sure. But um, I actually had a dream encounter with them during this past week that um, I actually experienced being a hybrid teenager. Whoa. And um, that was just amazing because I got to feel, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that I, who, who is talking right now, right, right. Aaron Elliott, isn't that person, but I got to experience what it feels yeah. like to some degree to be. And um, yeah, I guess it was my counterpart or something. And, um, you know, I felt, like a teenager again. That was the first thing. And then the second thing was that I just had a much greater experience of like feeling um, joy and yeah. laughter, like something triggered my laughter in the dream. And it was just like, 
off the charts, deep type of like full body laughter. And it was just amazing. And uh, so that was one of the dreams I had this past week. And, you know, you might, some people might think, oh, well, that's just a dream. They don't right. understand that that's actually, we do have real experiences in our dreams and other parallel realities. Yeah. And um, so then, then another dream I had was that I had this child um, but I, I wasn't able to um, bond with the child for some reason. My In the dream, uh, like a mother figure, a different mother a figure, grandmother figure, actually, my mother figure, was taking care of the child in the dream. But I knew it was my own, and I was getting ready to be able to bond with it. And when I saw saw it, I felt, like, really excited that this was my child and um, it, the child had like a bluish colored skin and yeah. red hair. It was a, it was a girl child. And, um, that might've been symbolic or it might've been actually how the child looks. I'm not really sure. Cause you know, in the dream state yeah, you symbols, <laughs> yeah, you can mix with your own symbolic meanings, but I know that, you know, the blue bloods and, um, I've heard Bashar say that red hair is actually has a connection to the Anunnaki ge genetic line. Yeah. And, so, and I also, he also has said that, um, that they, that the greys were looking for people who have that bloodline, Whoa. um, to the Anunnaki to help create the hybrid children. They're looking for that. So it's so it an interesting. Yes. <laughs> That's so fascinating. Okay. So it's because mm -hmm. it's like, uh, it's like oh, the greater, I don't know, the mixing of DNA the purpose like you know we got many races here on earth we're hybridizing here on earth and then there's i was listening to some person and it was just so weird because some people are super uh uh skeptical of of any other thing that isn't a human being for for whatever reason and they're always like oh they're they're manipulating us they're they're trying to like how do you it's not our best interest i'm like how why like i don't like what what in what way because uh, for me the only way a human can manipulate me is basically well i don't know um i mean obviously physically but i don't believe that's possible in my realm anymore obviously but you know, like some people would be like, "Well, you you gotta, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's not gonna happen." But money, you know, like okay, a human could probably like bamboozle me out of a few hundred dollars for sure. Happens all the time. Um, mm -hmm. I buy stuff I don't need. I get uh, I get swindled. I get but but extraterrestrials don't have money. So uh, most of them, at least as far as I'm aware, most of them don't have money. So so what do they want from us? Okay. DNA. Okay, that's fine. Like, why is that a bad thing? I I don't understand. There's this one person that are like, oh, they're they're trying, you know, like they want our DNA so they can, you know, take our soldiers. I I don't understand that perspective. I don't get it because like aren't aren't we like uh, we're always a soul anyway? Like if I die, I I go wherever I go. You know, I I I I swim around and and in my consciousness once more my my negativity shows itself my positivity shows itself and i arrive to to the location i need to be in order to either climb the ladder or um you know fall down it again i suppose and so that that's why it's so interesting it's like so these hyper dimensional intelligent beings are like 
probably doing the same thing as I, uh, humans are trying to do, like find the best way to go about this existence thing. Like how can we um, make friends with the humans? And I'm certain, you know, you know, a small portion of them are not like that and want to totally just some sort of fascist dictatorship over us. But I would imagine, I mean, my last podcast, this person didn't agree with me, and that's totally fine. It makes sense why no one would agree with this. I don't know why. Maybe I'm Aquarius, and I just have to go with the idea that the most beings out there, like, the universe has to be loving. It has to be a loving universe, the great majority. So whatever they're doing, um, for the most part, has to be, like, just a thing to expand joy, to expand our love is something. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, um, for the most part, I do agree with that. Um, there's just one more experience I want to share that. Oh, um, go on. Yes. Yeah, why, all right. This is why why I don't have those beliefs that I do see. There's um, a separation that people have between um, us humans and these other beings and gray beings who you know we have these encounters with but i was just blessed to have a um an experience with a gray where i was able to expand my consciousness it was in the dream state it was yeah. kind of in an altered reality dream state not it was almost like in physical reality in that in between state but i was able somehow my consciousness expanded so i realized that this gray being was actually um myself like i could see through the eyes of Whoa. that gray being while at the same time i was still inhabiting if you want to call it inhabiting it wasn't my consciousness was still focused through my own body to so totally okay yeah yeah I get so it. i could i realized that you know this is me and that's what they say to a lot of people in the abductions they say you know you are us and yes. I actually got to experience that. And I think that's the problem that a lot of people have. They don't really make that connection that that yes. is them, you know? Right. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. That's what every mystic mm -hmm. has been saying throughout the ages. Like, oh, you know, even Buddha had like the Lotus Sutra and it, it mentioned extraterrestrials nonchalantly. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, just another beings. They still have to learn about, you know, compassion and the, the fact that the, they are themselves. We're all one, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And that got me thinking, and I know there was a, a quote, um, I suppose it was from the channel, uh, Bashar, and it was something like, you don't go down to the same, uh, no, 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 you can't go over other people, like, oh, what, what was it? Like, you can't go ahead of the collective consciousness, that's what it was kind of saying um it was saying like we're all in like you're not going to even though there has been like jesus's and maha avatar baba g's and people like this that ostensibly could transcend the physical realm with a snap of the fingers it was still uh, a it, for me it was like a recognition that even the any human any human being it's just another me and so when we take that concept that all is self, like everything is self, then I see everyone as myself. And so whatever perspective they have, even as a brutal perspective, even as just one of those really like, why do you have that weird perspective 
in the year 2022, I'm still like, yeah, but they're still uh, consciousness and they're still that they're for hitherto, they're still me. And so I can relate with them on that level alone and and somehow um everything makes sense at that point. Somehow like it, it doesn't seem like a burden. Um but that's so cool that you saw the so you saw the grays as though like it was your in, um I mean another way of saying it maybe is like it was your incarnation, like you were living that life, you think? Um well for a for a series of moments it felt like I was um you know, if you can just imagine like the conscious, a, a big cloud of consciousness and it was the same oh, and it yeah. was in, it was like encompassing both my body and the gray's body. Whoa. So yeah. <laughs> and it looking like it was inhabiting both bodies in a way wow. um, or just focused in looking through four eyes at once. You had, somehow. I think you said you had a, uh, like a vision of Sasquatch, uh, Oh, wait, wait, before we go on that, I've had visions of <laughs> maybe you have more of to talk about that experience. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, this one? The, oh, no, I didn't have. Okay, because I had a vision of the only experience I have with Gray is if I had a vision of it a while mm -hmm. ago. I've had dreams of them. Mm -hmm. I, not anymore, I suppose. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like maybe in the future I will. I don't know. But um, they, 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 like the dream I had, they like took DNA. They just like took they were like hiding in court i don't know maybe it was, it was really uh really uh i don't know the, 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 there's different factions of grays so these ones were kind of like uh wrinkled in the face you know they i don't know how to explain it maybe more orion centered who knows but they just like ambushed me in this dream and just like took this just like syringed me up and for me i was just like surrendering to it with a smile like who cares like i don't care i'm fine <laughs> And uh, that was the dream. And then I've had visions, and they were like shocked. They're like, "Why is he not afraid?" Uh, oh. And that, and then I woke up, and that was a dream. And it was, they, they were like, "I can't believe that." I suppose. And um, other times, I just had short visions of it, where I was kind of frightened that I had a vision of a gray, and then I realized, oh, I not nothing really to be frightened of. Same thing with reptilians. Kind of had like a vision of a reptilian. Uh, no more than that. And uh the, the all these beings it, it some of them come like they look you know it's so interesting because we we get afraid of anything that isn't us so i i saw a like a being that had like red eyes um just like a humanoid it just had red eyes and that freaked me out for no reason it didn't have to it was just the fact that it had red eyes it just like scared me because um you know, I was just watched uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and they have the prophets and the paw raves, and the paw raves are like these evil spirits that, uh, you know, are do bad things. And th every time a paw wraith possesses a human, they their eyes turn red. You know, it's like the the our mythology is always that like demonic energy is always associated with red. So that mm -hmm. unconscious belief gotta still be in my mind it probably still is in my mind right now um to some degree you know we see these symbols still affects us even though we we say it doesn't um it still has this subconscious um effect to us which sucks because obviously i really wanted that dream to last longer because it was super bliss it was super awesome it was super blissful 
it was going places it was really really cool but uh -huh. i just got afraid so i woke up and the dream discontinued as a result mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but what um but you've had dreams know you experienced recently with like sasquatch and stuff like um i i had, don't have a lot of experiences with sasquatch i did have one um that i felt the presence of a sasquatch and it was very comforting yeah it, uh, it sounded really cool <laughs> it was like um a, a warm embrace I, I, but i wanted to take um so so one time i like i, I don't know i was it sucks though because I haven't been having these experiences as much recently. I've got a like a custodial job, and it's uh -huh. been my like that's been my. Um, I want to talk about this really quick before we go into other experiences, because okay. the the idea of like following. So most channelers, I don't know many channel many channels talk about it. Many people talk about talk about the idea of just like following your passion, following your bliss, following. Your excitement and that word kind of trips people up sometimes excitement i read a a book by a barry long who was the uh he was a teacher for eckhart tolle at a point and he always talked about the excitement as like you don't want that it was so it, it was such a paradox for me to read at the time because i was into both of these uh, uh uh philosophical points of view at the time and he was like, you don't want excitement. Excitement is the cause of all your suffering. It's the cause of every single pain, every single um, um, dissatisfaction, every single, you know, uh, negativity within you. That's and interesting. It was very interesting because I realized at a certain point. So, you know, Sasani always say, I'll oh, follow your excitement, excitement, excitement. But then they... Then we got more into the words and they're like, well, no, we don't mean like you want to be wired up and you want to mm -hmm. just be in balance. We're, we're saying they were basically Barry Long and uh, Sasani, Bashar, um, all these folks, Elon, there's so many now uh, who's uh, mm -hmm. who's right. Well, you know, there's so many now. And they, they're they saying like, no, you're, you're supposed to just they, they were saying the same thing you do what you do you're you're just supposed to be doing that which you believe is preferable to do or that which you believe is you know uh, i don't know i need to find a better word than preferable i don't think there is one it's uh, something you feel uh, uh uh gravitated toward attracted toward like you're going to want to do that thing anyway that's what consciousness is it's always been that way and so sometimes we trip up we like yeah we trip up on these words that, um all the time and we think like something is negative when it really isn't it's it's really just like a matter of how we're defining it i i guess and like like what what in what way we want to proceed from that point on i don't know what um i have a question for you here or if you want to comment like if you will ever yeah. if words if if the idea of excitement like following your excitement mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, I, I was into Buddhism um, before I got into channeling, and they talked a lot about uh, attachment. And sometimes I feel like people confuse attachment and excitement. Like, um, yeah, or they, you know, or they link the two. And I think that, you know, with the formula, it's follow your excitement without any insistence. 
So yes. some people have excitement, but they also have ex- insistence that's with it. So it. that's the issue. If you just have pure excitement without any insistence, I, I really it, like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what it is. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. there's always this idea of like, oh, I need more than what's currently going on. But really, no. You, yeah, is there more you can say about that? Because it's, it's super confusing for people who are Buddhists because they they can't like, you know, it's the same idea with Christians too. I know my my father before he passed into the spirit realm, like he was in Japan and he was at a spa or something, and he would be like, "Oh, this is hedonism. This is hedonism," and so it, it, it's like <laughs> he can't enjoy himself. It's part right. of it's part of his religion to believe that he can't enjoy himself, even though if we go into the Gnostic text, Jesus was enjoying the hell out of himself with Tantra. And basically in Buddhists, if we go to the Buddhist text, the probably the the same idea is spread in Buddhism. It's Tantra. It's this idea of like you need to enjoy yourself. You have a desire. You have this desire for a reason. How do you get rid of the desire? You can't get rid of the desire because if you say you if you say you want to get rid of the desire, you're going to repress the desire and you're going to secretly want that desire and it's going to be worse. And that's where you get frustrated and that's where you start wars and that's where you get angry and, and you're insisting you're insisting on not having the desire. And so I the uh, Tibetan Buddhists seem to be seem to have it kind of nailed down, I don't know, from their they had to keep Thank it all secret me. because they realized that like people would take it the wrong way or something, um, I suppose. And it feels like this is a probably like the one of the best paths that you, you could take is just go into your desire more, like see if you can enjoy it more until you don't need it. And that that's sort of a, what it was like when I, uh, you know, I was eating meat and then like, uh. I was going into this idea like this is my it, it can be confusing because it's um we have money in our system too i want to talk about this a little more i want to see what your thoughts are because okay. we because i'm reading these books right now i'm getting really materialistic more than i've ever had in my entire life and um people will be like you know like spiritual money and stuff like that and uh money is a good thing it can be a good thing obviously can be a bad thing obviously but um i'm just going to take the perspective that it's a good thing right now and they're saying like imagine like be in that state of being where you 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 spend money and you you feel good about it and that can be that's that's weird because sometimes it's like well do i deserve that like am i overindulging in my um sensibility like am i going too far and it's the same idea when i was eating meat i i had this idea and i realized i was going too far i was like indulging in something that i didn't need to indulge in like there was no re like this desire could be removed and the way i did it was i i just enjoyed the hell out of it until um i realized it like it wasn't fitting for me to do so but for for i mean and obviously this is people are listening to the podcast they still eat meat that's fine you know what like the, the, there's a perspective that like animals are sacrificing for you so you have to indulge in that idea that they're they're loving you and that's basically the the idea of the ultimate reality but what so for you like this idea 
this excitement like how far do you take it well it, it depends you know i i try to follow the formula as the best as i can and so i take it to the best of my ability i'm sure i'm I'm not doing it perfectly. I mean, well, I'm doing it perfectly, imperfectly, probably. <laughs> yeah. but, but it's a learning experience. It's a process. That's that too. Okay, so mm -hmm. so we're also supposed to be in that state of being where we say we are doing it. We are saying it perfectly. Like so, mm -hmm. if you say if you even like slip, <laughs> you know, slip know. up because you want to be authentic, right? You want to connect with humans. Right. There's people listening to this podcast. If you said um, perfectly, if you said oh. I'm doing it perfectly, even though secretly you know that you aren't. But you're 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 um, you're attempting to embody mm -hmm. that state of being. People are going to get mad at you. They're going to get mad. They're going to be like, "You're a, a spiritual bypassing. You're um, uh, inauthentic. You're you know you're the, the, up in the air." And and so <laughs> so, so it's a huge challenge. It's like an obstacle that has like, what do we do? Like in the same sense. Um, certainly, I don't know for me, like I want a house in Hawaii. Uh, obviously I want more than that. I want everyone to have whatever they want. You know, I want humanity mm -hmm. to have everything they desire. Um, but just for me, just, I know that for my cup to be filled a house in Hawaii, I want a house in Hawaii. I want the, I don't want this custodian job anymore, even though I'm super, you know, even though it's, it's working out for me because I need the experience and everything. So on and so forth. It's Definitely, uh, what I would say, my uh, passion to to work this custodian job right now. Like I, I wouldn't be doing anything else. Like I'd just be twiddling my thumbs if I wasn't doing this. So, um, it's working out for me. But I don't want it forever. I want stuff. Like I desire um more. And at the same stroke, um, it can sound really for the the human realm, right? It can sound really self indulgent. Like why would why would you be working in a soup kitchen and and kind of mm -hmm. and or go into politics and you know uh, help help the, <laughs> help those people uh uh you know um make that movement happen uh, workers movement and, and stuff like that and um i have this discussion with my brother like reflect that to me but um i wonder if you can balance me out here i wonder if you can say something <laughs> balance you out oh you mean you think you're too materialistic or something mm -hmm. or well, that I don't know. Like, um, that—that's what I'm asking. Like, what oh. is there a like? For example, Jeff Bezos, following mm -hmm. his highest excitement, got that yacht, got that super yacht. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, he de. <laughs> I don't follow him, so I don't know about good. that. But. Thank God, <laughs> never do. Good, good for you. Don't go into that realm. Uh, mm. But basically, let me just tell you uh, really quickly. Like he did, okay. he deconstructed a bridge um, that was like a this uh, monument bridge in some um, European country or, or something like that. And people thought it was terrible because, like, this was part of their history. And they built it after World War II, and they said this bridge will never be taken down because it's a, a, a standing of our of our victory. And Jeff Bezos mm -hmm. said, no, I need it taken down so I can get my super yacht out of this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. So um, <laughs> it goes to the idea of integrity. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. I just wonder, like, how, how, how much do we push it? Like, how much, how much can we go for? Like, how much do we deserve? Mm -hmm. 
And well, that's a great question. That's a really great question. Yeah. I think this is where our heart starts to open um, when we start to think about the other people, um, you know, that our actions may impact. And, and then you have a more holistic picture of what's exciting to you, not just defining yourself as your own individual needs and wants, you know? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. No. So, yeah. So that's what I'm trying to learn. Like, I don't think I have mm -hmm. that in me. I can pretend mm -hmm. I have it in me that mm -hmm. I'm, I'm more um, compassionate and I, I don't know. I'm starting to do it. Like I'm starting to like just randomly give people money, trying to support people, even mm -hmm. though I don't really have that much myself. I just, I'm just doing it because I believe like the universe is going to support me in this because mm -hmm. I was burnt before. Like I got really cynical with this kind of um, knowledge, you know, Abraham Hicks is kind of similar uh, teachings um, and uh, uh, Bashar specifically like threw a wrench into the whole equation with, um, for example, like sit, talking about voting that, like that just like mm -hmm. split everybody's reality up. Yeah. And, it did. and it was, it was fascinating though, because, um, it really got me thinking about things I never thought about before. And it really, uh, in the end, it really was a good thing. It wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, um, when um when 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 that happened um i i i felt like oh i was going somewhere like i i ins i realized i had a, a strong insistence to make money right away to have like a be a be a entrepreneur in in the day one and just have it work out because i believe it will work out and i realized after a, some time, no, it takes like you were insisting there, buddy. You you had a secret insistence, mm -hmm. and so I I became cynical for no reason. Um, wasn't following what they were talking about, like the step by step, and it was the same thing with Abraham Hicks, because I felt like I was being too lazy. And then my friend uh, Cashlin was like, you know, because he listened to a lot of Abraham Hicks, and he's like, you know, they do actually talk a lot about action. And Abraham, you know, Abraham Hicks talks mm -hmm. a lot about action, performing mm -hmm. actions. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my God, you're right. Why why did I just <laughs> my consciousness filtered action out? Every wow. time I just realized there was so many times, there was all these books I wasn't reading because I just felt like I couldn't do any actions. I didn't want to do actions. I I wanted to just be kind of like meditate, <laughs> like do a little mm -hmm. bit of art, which is perfectly mm -hmm. fine. That is yeah. exactly okay. Mm -hmm. um, but if you want things, like if you desire a house in Hawaii, like you're going to have to do a little bit more action. That's sort of the idea. And um, well, so, so after all that, um, mm -hmm. after all that happened, I, the, the, the idea of voting and everything, I learned so much more what about you what was your experiences with that if, if i may add if i may ask oh, we don't have to get sure. into it um i never really had a lot of negative definitions about all politicians like so many people in the community whoa did. Like, yeah i i did vote um already so it wasn't like that huge of a deal i was like oh yeah you know like this oh, is, okay. i was kind of surprised that everyone else or not everyone but a lot of people Most, were yeah. like oh my gosh, the government's evil. No, we can't have a connection to them at all. You know, I was yeah. a little bit surprised. I was a little bit um, different. It didn't really phase me that he said that. I was just like, 
surprised at how scandalous other people took it. Wow. Because, yeah. because okay, yeah, because I was into a lot of, um, I still am, like, mm -hmm. the idea, because for, here's the thing, like, um, Sasani don't have a government, that's what, they, you know, they don't have a government, which to me was like, oh, that's ideal. It's, you know, the end point of anarchy or communism, which seemed to be mm -hmm. like the pinnacle of spiritual endeavor. And, you know, we can go into Taoism and the spiritual anarchy of that and everything. But yeah. it's what it, but, 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 but it goes back to the idea of like integrity and integral and integrating with what we already have and i re yeah. that's what that's what i learned and i was starting to read like plato and he had mm -hmm. his own like everyone had their own philosophical beliefs and then i realized oh my god that's where the great divide is this politics things is like even if you're a spiritual person you could be a republican even if you're a spiritual person you could be a democrat i'm like oh my god i can't i didn't i thought it was just like one-sided I, I i thought like mm -hmm. you're in a certain but um, no, because people have different ways. They believe in a different, they believe what is not like, they don't really know what works for the best of everyone, I believe. And mm -hmm. so it was super. So after that, I'm like, oh, sweet. I can talk. It was super cool because now I can talk to anyone about any philosophical political thing and not get mad i i'd be like oh yeah yeah you just believe that i get it like i was there i i i felt that i sensed that i know where you're where you're coming from mm -hmm. um but it was still <laughs> it's still mm -hmm. like it uprooted everything i knew because i was i i i felt like i was giving my power away by mm -hmm. voting and it's certainly i'm I guess I sort of did <laughs> in 2020, mm -hmm. but uh, in 20, you know, whatever, 20. And so this also seems like a long endeavor, but, but here's the thing. They were the only ones that spoke about it. Like there was no other spiritual teacher that was like, oh yeah, you know, Eckhart told them, be like, hey, go out and, uh, you know, vote for the best option here. <laughs> no one was doing that. And that yeah, was- Yeah, it's different. And so there was something to it. Like they obviously had- an understanding like oh yeah there needs to be some integration here and that's mm -hmm. why that's why they said oh, yeah we'll just put a we'll put a little finger on this uh this human politics thing because well, why not like get, get the mm -hmm. ball rolling a little bit uh-huh what um yeah yeah it was, an, it was very interesting but they were it seemed like they were they were pleased with the results yeah um, oh really yeah because in that like the December transmission after the election, they said, thank you for voting in the direction of a more balanced parallel reality. Interesting. Yeah. So I guess so. Something guess was. that wasn't the exact quote, but they, I do have a quote where it seemed like, yeah, you I, know, I bet it will get more harm. Like I bet we'll, our voting will get a little more sophisticated and we'll actually like more and more harmonious. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I just think it's important, you know, to validate what we have and make the best of it. And, you know, if a lot of people just thought that everything about the government is horrible. And of yeah. course, it's very imbalanced and extremely. Yeah. But how if it's not changing, you know, just ignoring it. I don't know if that's the way to have it change. No. Yeah. Like I, you know? I was in the idea of. um I still want to say I am just because I do relate mm -hmm. with the anarchists quite a bit. And if, mm -hmm. if any anarchists are listening, I I love you and, and come on my podcast. But <laughs> certainly 
um the like what are you gonna do anarchists like now i have to talk a little <laughs> like we have a system here of people like coming together as a collective to do collective things uh, uh, what else do you want to call it we're just naming it government for now and that's how like we have certain rules just so we trust each other and and some people get upset and say like oh they're you know yeah i, I learned quite a bit and i guess I, we won't go any more into mm -hmm. it i don't have much to say about it except for that there are, certainly is a, has to be some sort of balance between corporate powers and the government um, regulations and we have to actually like keep even the government accountable and how do we do that and well i suppose one way is voting the, mm -hmm. a, a different people in that that actually stand for something that isn't you know corporate interest and stuff like that and it's it's amazing it's cool i think we're heading there i i've been super when i'm with you i'm super optimistic about it for some reason i feel like yeah maybe we are i guess we are kind of heading there um but then when, when i when i read twitter i'm like well i don't know <laughs> it seems, <laughs> seems like uh we still have a lot of um issues that it might yeah. it might be many the so uh, sasani's uh, here's the thing sasani's always talk about predictions and like in the year 20 like very soon there will be open contact and stuff like that yeah 2023 is when the window starts that's that, incredible yeah i don't think i mean it didn't sound mm. like it was going to happen that year for sure you know but that's yeah. just when things are going to accelerate in that direction but yeah yeah and, and so mm -hmm. Like, like if I want to be realistic and honest, I'd be like, yeah, no, maybe 20 years from now, maybe 30 years, 2050, 20, that will be the starting point, if that. But then I'm reading all these books. There are a lot, you know, like New Thought, Hermetic Philosophy, very similar to uh, Bashar Sasani or Abraham Hicks, where they're like, oh. And so I, they say, like, you want to be in that state of being, of course. Like, no, you just want to, like... They know it's happening 2023 like so you, you can be in that state of being so you can like sense it so you can feel it as real and then a little part of you actually does edge towards that reality and the hard part is the insistence thing you were talking about because it's so easy to just like drop just forget that you weren't supposed to have an insistence on it mm -hmm. and be disappointed as a result that's happened to me so many times and mm -hmm. I I listen I don't know I listen back to those like old channelings in the 1970s and 80s and stuff like that and they say the same thing they're like oh yeah you know 1999 this is it <laughs> you know like 1999 yeah. great probability here great probability you're going to do it like you're and then they don't say even probability they're saying like definitely 100% mm -hmm open contact year 2000 it's gonna happen you know 20 2012 is the date that's no doubt about it no okay 2020 <laughs> no <laughs> like it's happening um mm -hmm. so obviously people can get jaded as a result mm -hmm. of, you know as a result of that um and so i'm yeah i think yeah it's a good teacher, you know, that if you're disappointed if it doesn't happen then that means you had an insistence yes about it. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's so precarious. And at the same time, um, 
so I'm doing it again. Like I'm reliving it again. I'm I'm just like whatever. Like it's gonna happen. Like I'm I'm making sure that I don't get burnt this time by the, by uh-huh. by think by by forgetting that this doesn't have to happen. That I'm mm-hmm. that I just have to live the moment. Do whatever. Yeah. What? But I I don't know. There there is a lot of evidence that like. UFO, like people are, it's becoming more mainstream. What do you, what is your honest prediction? Like what, when are we going to like, are we going to see them physically? Like, are they going to come down physically? Cause there's so much, like people will point to all these strifes in the world. And it seems like we have so much more work to do. If we want to use that word work, I I don't know. Maybe it's not the best word to use, but it, it seems like there's just so much more time left to integrate mm-hmm. that it seems near like it, it, w- it would seem like a fantasy world but if you don't if you if you believe that that's not going to do you any good you're not going to go you're you're going to be miserable you're going to be depressed and you're not going to have mm-hmm. the energy that's going to affect your nervous system and you're not going to have the energy to actually do the work that's a paradox yeah i think that the um 2023 i think we're going to see some great shifts that are going to accelerate it like with the ai i think that's going to spread to many different parts of our society which will help people open their consciousnesses um we do need to go through you know a fair amount of shifting but also the idea that each one of us is shifting to our own parallel version of earth so that's the most important is to just focus on ourselves yeah and following the formula so yeah i i totally Mm -hmm. agree and like shifting because that that, that, that's the way you you stay mentally stable in the in the whole thing it's so interesting that you can take it to the extremely subjective perspective and be like it's just i'm i'm the one doing everything and and so i not to have you any longer we've been Mm -hmm. it's been an hour but just briefly, I want to get back to um, the visions and the connectivity and what makes us super real. I don't know. I feel like that's just why I want my podcast to do well. I just feel like more people could get some things out of our out of our talks. I just, I, I just, there's, there's something, you know, we got to find that integration point somehow. And I feel like mm-hmm. we're doing it. Like you, you're, you, you're, you're really good at doing um talking to me about this we vibe really well we resonate we people in this um group you have a group on Mm -hmm. facebook well yeah i'm in one of the administrators to the public bashar face group bashar channel by daryl inca facebook group yeah so it's like a facilitating i don't know what it is about these people but it i can easily relate i feel like i'm free to be anything or anyone with these people uh, for the most part. And yeah. like when I was in Sedona, I talked with these people and just, of course we sounded super negative uh, talking to each other. I was a person named Dwayne and we would just like pick at each other about magic and synchronicities <laughs> and be like, nah, it's not like that. It's not like that. But it, there was a mutual understanding. There's just some kind of mutual understanding there, some mm-hmm. kind of vibe there. And um, where was it going? I was going to, so to make this more real, like there, there was an experience I had, I want to talk about real briefly, okay. um, where like without a doubt, it was not a dream. I 
was uh i mean i've had an experience where i was like on a spaceship with i guess it was sasani for a brief moment and that seemed mm -hmm. yeah that was really interesting but it's really hard to experience because you know so much energy i couldn't handle it for very long mm -hmm. um but there was an experience i have with some guide some someone i don't know they don't call themselves extraterrestrial um but she was a redhead and um humanoid looking and i had a telepathic mm -hmm. conversation with this person before i was drifting off to sleep I, I was talking to this person going back and forth and then i closed my eyes and i'm still having this conversation like consciously still talking with this person and then i it's like i'm lifted out of my body she literally grat like takes her arm and I'm seeing my body in my bed, and she grabs my arm out of, grabs my hand and pulls my body out into the astral realm or the dream world or something. And I'm like, oh my god, this is real. Like, you're there, you're here. I'm not talking to a figment of my imagination. I'm talking to a, an actual entity that, that's side by side with me. And... After that, I'm like, how could, you know, how could I ever doubt it again? Like, how, how could I ever possibly think there is some other, like, this isn't happening. Like, this open contact thing isn't going on right now. Yeah. Have you ever had That's any amazing. of those? amazing. Yeah, have you ever had any of those, like, where, where, where it feels like open contact is happening right? Like, your dream, you have a dream where it's like, it's happening right now going on right now like some sort of eschaton moment um yeah i mean i feel i have yeah i have definitely just it's just a different frequency that we're not on and um i've had so many experiences it's like almost all of them feel like open contact i mean yeah well, I mean, open contact is actually when the whole society oh right right yeah is having but yeah, I've had contact experiences, a lot of different ones where, like, I even heard a voice in my head, like, just so, so clearly. I know some people have that commonly, but for me, like, I've never really heard another voice in my head other than my own voice. But yeah. it was a different voice saying a name. And that's when, when I was focusing on the hybrid children, you know, I just heard that so clearly in my mind. And I've had so many experiences like that, that I don't have any doubt that there's extraterrestrials um you know communicating with me and everyone i think they're doing it all the time really we just are not on that frequency yes you know yes. i've had a lot of experiences like that yeah where you just shift a little bit and wow you know you're having these contacts and we're having it right now probably there's you know beings with us right now oh, yeah. listening to us and <laughs> and then talking to us and then right by the audience shoulder right right by, right the people listening to us the humans listening to us there's extraterrestrials around you don't for it. Don't doubt it for a second. They're right there. <laughs> yeah. They're tapping you on the shoulder, and mm -hmm. we we just like we just think it's fan. I I don't know. The, most of us believe it's fantasy, and it's weird mm -hmm. because it's like you feel like you're alone. Most people feel like they're lonely. They're alone in the universe. No one's talking to them because you know we, we, we humans are busy most of the time. We got stuff to do, but there's always someone there. There's always someone there. Yeah. It must be really interesting for them to, to watch us and see how we believe that there's no one around us so much of the time, you know? Like, mm -hmm. man, 
they're living in this little box. They don't realize that there's so much more. Right. I get, yeah. I get tell for me, tele telepathy. It's just a constant mm -hmm. stream and it gets kind uh -huh. of boring after a while because it's sort of like the same, just like how we think the same thoughts, they kind of think the same thoughts about us mm. and, you know, uh -huh. and, and so they have that in them too. They're like, oh yeah, they, like why they don't understand. Like, like, like they, they're, they're blind, not these words, obviously they're not, this is just how, obviously this is just how my brain is translating it from the human uh -huh. perspective. I yeah. imagine from at least they seem sincere enough to say like no we're not thinking that like we're not thinking you're um, bumbling idiots we, they they know we're, we're more but they they can they can see there there's a great love there that we mm -hmm. don't that we don't have access to all the time and it feels like wow um i i i it, it would be so cool so my whole endeavor is you know, while I'm following my excitement to see if I can get into a vibe, that vibration that you were talking about, this idea of like contact, this idea of like, mm -hmm. um, what is it? What is it? It's just like this. Ex it's, uh, I can't use any other word. It's excitement. It's this bliss. Mm -hmm. It's this, this freedom. It, it really is that word freedom. It's this mm -hmm. like freedom that you can be anything you want. You, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. This like uncontrollable laughter mixes in with it. There's entities there. There's a great purpose. There's this hugely deep, meaningful purpose with DNA and past lives and future lives and and what to do about all of that. How to integrate it with human humanity's you know ostensible blindness, seemingly blindness, not really. And um. So while I'm sweeping the floor, it goes back to Zen and the, the, the human human wisdom, the, the human wisdom of all the ages. We we definitely Hermes Trismegistus, says humanity has this wisdom within us um, that the extraterrestrials love about us. It must be. I don't know. I'm just talking here, but we we have this great uniqueness about us. <laughs> it's so mm -hmm. cool that okay. So how do I get into that vibration while sweeping the floors? How do I do it in the vacuum? Because I know this isn't going to last forever. But is there a way I can tap into that at any moment? Like if I'm watching some gross movie, uh, some Hellraiser movie that I got to watch Hellraiser. I don't know why. I just got to watch Hellraiser, even though I've been putting it off for a long time because it's super seems super painful to watch. And, you know, like how some people like death metal people have these, these like really gross T-shirts. But you just have to like. It's, you know, that's part of reality. What, what am I going to do? Ban that part? Of, no, I can't. So I, I'm, I'm attempting to like open my senses to the, the extreme negativity. I don't even know if it's needed, but um, it's just what I'm <laughs> doing for fun right now, I guess. Just so I can. That's, yeah. Just so I can. That's very me. interesting. It's an interesting theme that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. for now. <laughs> so i go out on twitch streams and i i'm like putting the spiritual tag on and you know like playing video games and i i used to i used to think that wasn't a very spiritual thing to do play video games i i don't know there's definitely a, you know call of duty some sort of military kind of like propaganda video game I, military funds it a little bit apparently and so I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't need to play that one. But, and then you're, you know, you're shooting people and killing them. 
but in the same stroke i still have that desire like that that human desire to just be with other people playing video games look at the new anime that's out oh that's chainsaw man now it's a person with a chainsaw head great <laughs> like that's gonna be interesting and somehow um be comfortable with that fact so then i <laughs> so then i never feel repulsed about the reality i'm in i don't know <laughs> what what do you think about this that's fascinating yeah um yeah i don't yeah I like that sounds like you're doing a you know a service to yourself by following your excitement in those ways yeah they might not it might not last you know, forever yeah but it's certainly what i have to do for now until i get some sort of un go into an enclave where the hybrids land <laughs> or whatever <laughs> Where then mm -hmm. I don't even have to worry about it. I just isolate myself from the rest of... <laughs> Apparently that might be the way it, it, it runs. I don't know. But um, yeah. for now, it's, uh, it's, it, it's it feels pleasurable to... Uh -huh. Anyway. Um, so glad you could join me. Is there anything, me is there anything else you want to say before? Any, any important words that, that came uh, up while I was ranting and raving? I just really liked your... Um your description of when you were describing being that you were to be you know that you were um it, it really touched something within me when you were describing it just a state of excitement and love <clears throat> and i don't know what you said about dna and past lives and all that yeah there's, but there's something there there's something yeah mysterious. that was I, yeah i felt like i kind of entered that state when you were describing that so oh perfect that's Thank it. You. That's what I want. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Thanks for thanks for mm -hmm. vibing with me, Aaron. Where can yeah. can people find you somewhere? Um, I do have a YouTube channel that has various extraterrestrial channelers and a few interviews of my own that I've done. So I'll I'll give you that link. Wow. Um, Amazing. Yeah. I appreciate this talk, this is kind of talk I want to get better at communicating these words. I don't know. I, I felt like I sounded kind of cringe at certain aspects and every. I get it. Like, and then I, I was a little dra I felt like I was draining your energy a little bit with no, some. You okay, thank God. Okay. No, it was very interesting listening to you. Okay, good. I was draining myself. Good, good. Oh. Perfect. Which is fine because then no one's hurt there. That That's excellent. <laughs> I was able to shift it. Perfect. Yeah. So cool. I'm so glad you could join. Um, please come back and tell me about any new experiences you have. Feel free to come back. And okay, we'll, people, I'd be happy to. Yeah, and people will find you on YouTube and everything, and, and, and the conversation can spread further. Definitely. All right. Sounds great.